0: Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals
1: go, we have one. Putting a fucking ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips.
2: I'm Molly Bay.
1: Today is November 10th, 2019. Hey, we won one at home.
2: We got a victory. Much needed. Expected, really.
1: I was actually surprised it was as close as it was, to be honest with you.
2: I hadn't watched any Arizona Cardinals before this game. I was surprised at Kyler Murray. He, he's a good player. He's very fast. Elusive.
1: Did we get any sacks on them?
2: Yeah, we had two.
1: They had four on us. Correct. Peyton Barber had 11 rushes for 43 yards. Ronald Jones had 11 rushes for 29 yards.
2: I do not get the debate. Everyone was screaming for Rojo to get the start. I don't really see a marked difference. Rojo's not great in pass protection. He's actually kind of a liability. He does have a little more burst than Barber does, although there was a run in today's game where I fully expected him to kick it into that second gear, and he just didn't. So I just don't think that he's that much of an upgrade to justify benching Peyton Barber, although we did see, although Rojo got the start, Peyton Barber still had a good chunk of playtime.
1: Ronald Jones did have eight receptions for 77 yards. They that's used him bad. a lot in the screen passes. And uh,
2: that's where he had his fumble, too.
1: Oh, my gosh. That was my fumble. I was like, how, how do you do that? I mean, he, was, he didn't he's get hit. Or nothing. He was just running. It and just whoops, came out. There goes the ball. It
2: looked like he was trying to shift it to get a better grip on it, and the opposite happened.
1: But his pass protection is really bad. As a matter of fact, Arian said in his press conference afterwards that he's getting better in pass protection, but he did give up one. Today,
2: So one of those sacks, again, on Rojo. One of them, it looked like Kappa, you're going to have to do it in the film review, but just completely did not block this guy. And he just came right in and hit Jameis.
1: I saw that too. Don't know whose fault that was. It looked like...
2: Like maybe he thought Dotson had it.
1: It might have been Dotson because it looked like they were crashing left to me. And if they were, then, then that wasn't Kappa's man. That would have been... Dotson's man, but we'll see. Still
2: the offensive line, so.
1: Right. Well, maybe. You know, you never know. It might have been. Running back was supposed (laughs) to block the guy. Scotty Miller caught two receptions for 33 yards.
2: That one in the end zone that he should have had, and it just, like, went off his hands because he's too short. Why are we so pessimistic? We just won the game. Why are you so? I know. That's true. (laughs) But that one was really annoying. I was like, it was in your hands. Like, He just needed that extra two inches of height, maybe.
1: Chris Godwin's had six receptions for 74 yards, but he had 12 targets. Ugh. Uh, Evans had four receptions for 82 yards on six targets. O.J. Howard had four receptions on seven targets. Dari had three receptions on three targets.
2: I had no idea. I guess he was in there in the fourth quarter, I think. He
1: normally does. He normally comes in in the fourth quarter. When
2: everybody else is tired.
1: As the three down back.
2: He was out there celebrating... After, I think it was Rojo's touchdown in the first quarter, first half.
1: Yeah, he came off the bench and ran out there. Yeah,
2: that's nice to see.
1: Yeah, it seems like the running back crews are really tight. I know Barber and Jones have the nickname that they've given themselves, Peanut Butter and Jelly, <laughs> pb and
2: I love it. The offense definitely looked better this week. There was some improvement there. Jameis. Of course, immediately throws the interception.
1: Well... <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I was no. like, come on. We can't have no, this kind of game. not
2: again. Well...
1: Wait, that, I mean the first play, it was. Well,
2: he got a completion in the first play. The second play, he got sacked, and then the third play, he threw the interception.
1: Yeah, it was. It did not start off well. I was thinking, oh my gosh, here this is we go be a mess. again. We can't do this.
2: And then the defense comes out there and holds them to three, mm-hmm. even though they had good field position. Greg Ammon tweeted that the Bucks defense gave up three total points off of the offense's three turnovers, and twice they got takeaways to return the favor.
1: We only allowed seventy-five yards rushing. Okay. They only had eighteen attempts.
2: Where's our rushing defense ranked now? Is it still number one?
1: I have no idea. We, we have gave to see up a hundred
2: and something to Chris Carson. I, I
1: would imagine. I mean, we were
2: like way ahead. way ahead.
1: Yeah. I want to say we were like twenty yards per game wow. higher than everybody else. Something.
2: So you have a little bit of wiggle room there.
1: Wiggle, 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 wiggle. And the the, the number one rusher was uh, Kyle Murray. He had 38 yards on three rushes. Kenyon Drake had 10 attempts for 35 yards. Oof. And David Johnson only had five attempts for two yards.
2: Wow, that's bad.
1: Their most prolific receiver was Kirk, who had six receptions for 138 yards. Oh God, he and, just
2: torched us. And
1: three touchdowns. I
2: bet he was on a lot of fantasy football benches this is-
1: Oh, I bet he, he's not even on anybody's team. Who knows, Who is Kirk? Ain't nobody heard Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Kirk. His first name starts with a C. I don't know what it is.
2: Well, he burned Ryan Smith on that 69-yard touchdown.
1: Well, according to Arians, and, and if you stay after the podcast, we're, we're going to have Bruce Arians post-game press conference so you he can hear all this. Uh, he said that they didn't get lined up on defense in time, so Ryan Smith got caught off guard. And... He thought they were. They thought they were going to go in the huddle, and they didn't.
2: Yeah, that Cardinals offense was really fast. Kyler Murray's fast, but I thought the tempo was pretty fast through the game.
1: Who got the two sacks for us?
2: I know Shaq got one because he's up to
1: eleven and
2: a half. Now. Eleven and a half. Oh, yeah. Okay, he got one, and Sue got one.
1: <laughs> so I, what's it give Sue one and a half on the season?
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: That's funny because we were looking. We're 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 sitting here watching the Carolina. Packers game now and the Packers are just tearing them up on the ground and Troy Aikman was saying I have never seen a hole this large and I looked in on the replay and it was Gerald McCoy getting pushed right out of the way <laughs> leaving this huge five-yard gap in the middle of the line he did that so much with us he's got two and a half sacks on the season Gerald McCoy does those are the two and a half he got on us he hasn't done anything other than that game that's crazy
2: well, you know, sacks are not a measure of a defensive tackle. Well, this is true. Success.
1: But everybody likes to act with him like that's what matters. He, Well, he, in his contract, it's his, his incentive is if he gets six sacks this year, he gets like, I don't know, I think it's like a quarter million or something.
2: So he's got seven more weeks.
1: To get four and a half sacks.
2: I don't think it'll happen.
1: We, again, had great, kept them on third downs. Uh, we seem to be pretty good at that this year. I at one point they were one and six on third downs. Yeah. The third downs, yeah.
2: I think that was like in the third quarter. Which we did a... the same thing to Seattle, but then Seattle picked up a third down at a really crucial time. Yeah,
1: they didn't uh they didn't yeah, one and six is what they ended up with, the Cardinals, the third downs. We weren't much better, we were two and six. We had thirty eight offensive plays to their thirty two. Uh time of possession. We had seventeen minutes. Oh, wait a second. You know what? Oh, the
2: time of possession was just crazy. We ended up having the ball like thirty six minutes to their twenty three. It was just insane. I've never seen something so lopsided. And then for the score to be as close as it was, it was only three points. Although they did have that one drive where they scored in like two plays. That one on Ryan Smith.
1: I had those numbers all wrong about the third downs and stuff. (laughs)
2: You wanna correct yourself? Oh I've got it right here. Okay. The Cardinals were one for 10. <laughs> and we were seven of 15.
1: Damn. Nice.
2: Yeah. Although well, they did convert two of three fourth downs.
1: Yeah, well.
2: So that's not a great look. But. On the broadcast, they showed a stat where they were like four of five on the season for fourth down conversions. And I mm-hmm. think that was on the first that they attempted against us. So yeah, yeah, they, they seem to be pretty proficient.
1: They were saying that the uh, the coaching staff there is real big on analytics, so they go for it on fourth down quite a bit. Oh,
2: they do? Yeah. Which, which, I mean, the more that you try it, the more the better that you're going to be at it.
1: I'm a big believer in going for it on fourth down. Anytime you're in the your opponent's... Territory. I think you should always go for it on fourth down. Or kick a field goal, depending if you're close enough. What was the time of possession? I know it was way lopsided at one point.
2: We had 36 minutes Good to their sport. 23. I know. That's incredible. That's I know. Like, that's
1: like the third game in a row that we've just dominated. the.
2: Right. The Seahawks, I guess, was our season high. I don't know. For Greg Allman. And then this game with this game, this is now our season high for time of possession. We also hadn't had a touchdown drive of 80 yards or more, and Jameis was able to lead us down the field. It was a 92-yard drive.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things that I talked about a few podcasts ago is we're allowing these long drives, 75 yards plus, every game, but we weren't doing anything over 75 yards.
2: Yeah, and I think I lost count of how many we've allowed of these 75-plus yard drives, but... We lost almost all of them. There was one game against the Rams where we didn't lose, yeah. even though we allowed a drive that long. I don't know that we allowed one in this game.
1: No, 69 yards, I think, is the longest job they had. And no, that was the longest play.
2: <laughs> oh, They did have a 96-yarder. They
1: had a 96-yard drive on us. Yeah. Geez, we, we got to stop doing that.
2: In the second quarter, they had a 75-yard one, too. Two seventy-five 75 75-yard drives. So three drives over 75 yards. Well, there goes that theory. Maybe the trick is we need to allow more than one in a game. <laughs> and then we'll win. <laughs> That's
1: analytics right there, man. We the numbers say.
2: Logic.
1: Vernon Hargreaves got benched.
2: Oh, uh, what was that? B.A. said he thought he wasn't hustling.
1: I think it was in the third quarter. Uh, Murray dumped a pass over to the middle of, on Isabella, and he ran for like 55 yards. He said Vernon Hargreaves just wasn't hustling. I think it was that play, I'm not sure. But anyhow, he benched Hargreaves, put Jamal Dean in, and then who was it got hurt? Was it Carlton Davis?
2: No, Carlton Davis was inactive today. um, He didn't play at all.
1: MJ Stewart. So he had to put Hargreaves back in.
2: Oh he did? Oh, I didn't realize that was. How about Jamal Dean? I know redemption. Yeah, I
1: had an interception and the game-winning pass defense.
2: Although that's sh- that was pass that interference, interference all day. He yeah. was a mugging that dude. But I am not mad because how many of these bullshit non-calls or ridiculous calls have gone against us all year? Sorry, Arizona. Oh
1: well, yeah, and we had that the one where uh, Arians challenged early in the game. That was definitely pass interference too. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I don't. They're I can't see it.
1: I can't remember. It was whatever we needed to do. No,
2: I think that it the refs' call was correct.
1: How dare you! I
2: know. (laughs) I'm Team Zebra. I'm just,
1: (laughs) I'm just so tired of you know. I don't know what is pass interference anymore. I don't know what a catch is anymore. I don't even know what uh, intentional grounding is. I don't know what uh, hitting the quarterback is. I mean, sometimes you see guys get hit in the head, no flag. Jameis always. Jameis has been hit in the head the past. Three games. I don't know if he got hit in the head this time while he was passing. They don't call it. Sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. You know, going low on a quarterback, sometimes they call it, sometimes they don't. It's just, it's just, it's too much.
2: And that's the problem. I don't think any of us would have as much heartburn over the rules and the officiating if they were consistent, if you knew what to expect. Yeah. What do you think is going on with Arians where it's like the challenge flag he threw when he was out of challenges and then we got. We didn't get penalized. a lot. Oh, we lost a timeout. You know, it just seems like there's stuff like that every week.
1: Yeah. I think, I think Arians has a really hard time with the officials. He really wants to just rip their heads off or scream at them. And I don't think he likes the officials a whole lot. And I think they really get to him.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. I wonder if it's not as easy to delegate as he thought he was going to be. I don't know. Maybe he's having a little harder time with that than he thought he would. Did you see that clip of JPP going off on the sideline about something?
1: I did. I don't have any clue what it was about, do you?
2: I don't. I thought he said hold or hold. It was after a play, I think, where he almost got some pressure. It didn't seem like he was yelling at anyone. He just seemed to be a little... Frustrated yeah, in was, general.
1: He was screaming on that sideline, there.
2: Right, but it's not like he was yelling at a coach or one of his teammates yeah. chewing somebody out.
1: At first, I thought it was because he was standing right in front of a coach and yelling, but then he walked away and he was still yelling.
2: Yeah. He played well, though. I thought that he and Shaq did pretty well, although, like, they would get pressure, but Kyler Murray is so elusive that he'd get away from them. Yeah. So they ended up on their bellies. More times than I would have liked.
1: I also got the feeling they were really trying to contain him too. They wouldn't. Oh, They weren't as aggressive as they normally are with the lesser mobile quarterbacks. Because quite a few times I saw where they would have a straight shot on him and they would kind of hesitate, shuffle their feet back and forth like they were. Oh,
2: interesting. Just making
1: sure he wouldn't shoot the gap or something.
2: Could be because he's so fast. He
1: is fast.
2: Let him get hit for a couple years in the NFL and wear off pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, Atlanta beat New Orleans.
2: Yes, <laughs> that's good. It. They stomped them, too, which really I'm so did. happy because we play New Orleans next week. Maybe it's a sign that Drew Brees is a little rusty.
1: Well, I tell you what, a lot of people ain't going to like me to say this, but if we win next week, we got a really good shot at making the playoffs. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> if we don't win, we ain't got a shot. We Next week is a do-or-die game. Yeah. But if we do win, we got a real good shot because New Orleans has a relatively – harder schedule than we do coming up. They've got...
2: So we got all our hard games out of the way early.
1: Right. They've got us next week, and then Carolina, then Atlanta again, and then they got San Francisco, Indianapolis, Tennessee, and then Carolina again. If they lose, if we win next week, and we win out, and then they lose a couple of games, we'll have the division.
2: What about Carolina?
1: I ain't worried about Carolina. <laughs> Good Lord. They're
2: still 5-3. and three.
1: That's so wide. Look,
2: and they got... Kyle Allen, they're sticking with them through the season. If Cam Newton were in, I'd say they have a good shot of imploding. <laughs> but he's on IR now, so it's all Kyle Allen.
1: Did they, they won last week against Tennessee, right?
2: Yes. They're playing Green Bay now.
1: 56 seconds left.
2: Oh, yeah. they won by eight. One. Yeah. Oh, only eight? Yeah. Damn, you got good math skills. I was like, man, there's no way they can come back. <laughs> <laughs> Score 16 to 24. I was like, there's way a lot of numbers between there. 44 seconds left. It is snowing its ass off. I am cold just looking at it. I'm so glad the Bucks do not have to go to Green Bay this year.
1: Oh, but yeah, we uh, we got to win next week against New Orleans. It's a do or die game. If we win, our playoff hopes are alive. If we lose, they're done.
2: Our playoff delusions.
1: Our playoff delusions will be <laughs> alive and kicking.
2: I wonder how much shade you're going to get for talking about playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> playoffs. <laughs> Hey, I said this during the off-season. Y'all are going to find us real obnoxious when (laughs) we're 2-5 and in October and we're still talking playoffs. And here we are. You were warned. You knew what you were getting. That
1: should be the name of our podcast. Hopelessly Optimistic.
2: (laughs) Unapologetic Homers. That's my favorite one.
1: Unapologetic Homers. I want
2: to put that in our Twitter bio. Do it. So people know what they're getting into. How do you like Vita coming in on the offense on that one? I loved it. I did, too. It I was wished... three
1: plays. I thought they were going to throw it to him. I really I did, did.
2: too. I wanted them to. Didn't he play running back in high school? Yes.
1: And Arian said in his press conference, post-game press conference, he says, if he keeps blocking like that, we're going to throw him a touchdown pass.
2: <laughs> He's got to earn it.
1: He's got to earn it. Earn enough points.
2: I wish that they had given him the touchdown at the end. Or at least gone behind it. But I guess that third run. Yeah. The touchdown run. Yeah.
1: I wanted to see him blow somebody up. Uh, they, uh, I didn't really pay much attention. So I'm gonna see on the all 22 if he, if he hurt anybody out there. <laughs> One thing I did like about this game is that even when things were not going our way, you know, we had the interceptions, the sacks and all that, we just kept on fighting and we had good plays. Uh, you know, Levante David with that strip, uh, Jamal Dean with an interception, you know, it just seems like we didn't, there wasn't any of that. All oh, woe is me type stuff.
2: Well, it's what we talked about in the last episode is that when the offense is playing bad, you want to see your defense mm-hmm. make up for it. And we mm-hmm. haven't had that this year. This game, I do think that they turned that around. It's like with the turnover on the first drive and then the Cardinals get excellent field position and yet they're held to only a field goal. That's the kind of stuff that you want and which has been lacking.
1: All right. The uh, Packers just beat the Panthers.
2: It was a fourth and one. Oh, no uh, way. There's, there's a, a flag. flag. I cannot believe there was no flag, like no review on that last play with Jamel Dean. It was the weirdest thing watching it on the broadcast because it was just like, game over. We're not going to talk about this. Yeah. It was really strange. And even on Red Zone, because we had both on at the same time, the Red Zone said... They might be looking at it, but the broadcast is cut off.
1: Yeah, very strange. You, you know, you wouldn't get that with a team like <laughs> Dallas. Or, and it's happened to the Buccaneers a couple of times. I remember a few years ago, uh, Josh Freeman, a few years ago. Ugh. Back when Josh Freeman was a quarterback, we were playing the New Orleans Saints at home. And Josh Freeman, Freeman threw the ball. It was the last, last second play. And he threw a touchdown. But then they said that the wide receiver had gone out of bounds. And they just called it. It was the end of the game. Oh, right. And there was all kinds of stuff behind it. You know, it ended up uh, Josh Freeman was still in the pocket and the defender had pushed the guy out of bounds, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, it just but didn't, didn't
2: make sense what they said. Yeah,
1: happened. they didn't they didn't review it, they didn't replay it or nothing. They were just like game over, boom, next you know, next game.
2: Yeah. The Panthers ended up getting a pass interference call in their favor, and so they got That's it that's another game. set of downs, but now it's game over, they were out of clock. Yeah. So Man. Panthers are five and four. We are three and six. Lena is two and seven and I forget what New Orleans is. They don't matter. Irrelevant <laughs> I think <there's laughs> they're the most relevant probably.
1: Seven and two, maybe?
2: I yeah. Seven and two. So we're four games behind them.
1: Yes, with six games left to play, is that right? Yes. No. Seven games.
2: Yeah, but this week is over.
1: Right, but there's still seven more okay. games to play. So. All right,
2: yes. Math is not my strong suit. No. No.
1: So, yeah, we're four games behind New Orleans, and we've got to play them next week. So, I'm telling you, man, it's real possible. It's like a 2% chance, man. <laughs> we can make the playoffs. And if there's a chance.
2: It could happen. We're going to hold on to it as long as we possibly can.
1: Hell oh, yeah. Hope. Hope. So it keeps you alive. Delusion. Oh, they're giving a booth review on this McCaffrey not touchdown.
2: Oh, I don't need him to score another touchdown. Guy I'm playing has him, but I'm, like, losing by 70 or something like that. So, I guess it won't really matter. I will say there were a few instances in this Bucks game where it looked like Bucks players were averse to tackling. So, I saw one by Jordan Whitehead where he kind of, like, let up. He's right there for the tackle. It was when Murray got to the 31-yard. He was the 32-yard pickup. Jordan Whitehead was there. Could have tackled him.
1: I said that in the podcast with the coaches' review for the Seattle game. It looked like the guys were playing. A lot of the guys were playing not to get hurt.
2: Yeah, and then there was a punt. There was another one where the returner number ninety-seven, the long snapper. So maybe this is it. Ran right by the returner, like he's there. Once the returner gets the ball, he's right there. Ran right by him, didn't even try to tackle him. Maybe it's because he's a long snapper. I don't know. Then why is he down the field like that?
1: Probably surprised him that he got
2: got down there without
1: getting blocked. It's like, what do I do now?
2: I don't know. It was weird.
1: But hey, we got a win, so a win is a win. I thought we looked pretty good.
2: Yeah, definitely an improvement from weeks past.
1: Jameis played well. He started off shaky.
2: Right, and I'm glad to see that he was able to come back from it. I know. Starting off the game with a sack and then an interception, that's just awful. And that's exactly what happened. God, how many games has that been this year? San Francisco, I think. Carolina. <laughs> Carolina. Like it's
1: Normally just, when that happens to him right away, he can't shake it. Yeah, it's gets, over. Yeah, he gets too skittish back there and he, starts scrambling. He was
2: very poised today. Not a lot of scrambling unnecessarily, I didn't think. There's none that really come to mind. I saw one questionable pass that was like, oh, that could have been ugly. Why did you throw it? But overall, I thought he had a very complete, succinct, cohesive game.
1: I thought the play calling was very well, very good too. The it seemed I, I, I couldn't tell, but it seemed like the Cardinals were were getting pressure, so we started doing those outside screen passes a lot.
2: Yeah, and that's how Rojo mm-hmm. racked up so many receiving yards. I was disappointed that we fell for that fake punt.
1: I know. I was like, "What was that?"
2: Yeah, that was disappointing.
1: We've had two of those tried on us this year.
2: I know. We picked it up with Tennessee. No problem.
1: All right, that's going to wrap it up for us. If you want to stay and listen to uh, Bruce Arians' press conference, it's going to be at the end of the podcast here. Good win. Keep those playoff hopes alive. (laughs)
2: Delusions, whatever you want to call them. We're
1: the two percenters. (laughs) Got a two percent chance of making the playoffs. (laughs) Got New Orleans next week. It's going to be a good game. They're coming to our house this time. We always play them hard, play them well.
2: And a lot of seasons, we managed to split with them, so just because we lost to them several weeks ago doesn't necessarily mean that this game is a death knell.
1: No, not at all. We I'm,
2: always play them hard.
1: I'm ready to go toe-to-toe with them.
2: Yeah, me too. I
1: can't believe Atlanta beat them today.
2: I know. Just the fact that Atlanta beat them today, I'm like, eh, we can do this.
1: I wonder if it has to do with uh, the head coach not calling the defensive plays. He He gave up his defensive play calling duty to the—
2: Linebacker coach? coach? Yeah. yeah, that's weird.
1: That was very weird. It's
2: a sign of desperation, if you ask me. That's what Ron Rivera did last year.
1: Well, it worked. Yeah. For Atlanta today. Well,
2: he knows that his job's on the line, so.
1: All righty, guys. Enjoy this win. Uh, we did have sixty-one percent stadium filled. Not too bad, but on TV it looked like less than that. Those are the official numbers, anyhow. We had forty thousand thirty-eight paid tickets sold. That doesn't mean that's how many people were there. A lot of times these corporations will buy blocks of tickets and, and not use them or whatever. Uh, seating capacity is 65,618, so we were 61% filled. Let's see what we can do to get that up to 100% and not with opponents' fans.
2: They were pretty loud on the broadcast, yeah. especially towards the end where the Cardinals were trying to come back. And you actually saw Levante David raise his arm up, mm-hmm. like telling them to get louder. So I love that.
1: Yeah, it probably helped. You know, it gets these guys pumped up to see fans out there cheering for them. So. And then plus, there is the strategic factor of the noise being loud and.
2: Makes it harder on the opposing offense.
1: And the intimidation factor, all that good stuff. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time.
2: Go, Bucks.
0: One. Um, really happy with all the guys. thought offensively, showed a lot of poise, a lot of guts, you know. Uh, giving the lead back up and then taking it back, then finally defensively um, finishing it out at the, at the end. Um, again, offensively, we can talk about turnovers. We can talk about penalties. But, again, we, we made plays to win the game. You know, Putting that many points on the board, you should win the game. Defensively, we're still a work in progress, but I like the fact that we're in here celebrating and we're making better. Can't be happier for anybody than Jim Maldin wins the game. Last week, he's a goat. He's going to be a hell of a player. All those young kids in the secondary are getting better and better. So I thought the pass rush really showed up in the fourth quarter, and it's what we needed.
3: What went through your mind when Dean made that pick there, uh, you know, to save the touchdown at the end of the game?
0: Jamel, let's go win. You know, offense, let's go win the game.
2: What was the difference with Jamel
3: today? Confidence
0: practice. He practiced as a starter and, uh, and, and did really well.
3: Vernon Hargreaves.
1: Your quarterback plays pretty well, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the first one tried to fit one in. Uh, to Chris, and, and the guy undercut it. And, uh, but yeah, other than that, really solid, really solid.
3: You, you took a – it looked like you took Vernon Hargreaves out of the game there for uh, quite a bit in the second half before he came back in for M.J. Stewart. What was the reasoning behind that?
0: He didn't look like he was hustling to go make that tackle.
3: Two weeks in a row you play
1: quarterbacks that make plays with your feet but different ways how hard is that on your defense
0: oh, it's really hard especially this one he's so fast you know russell used to be that fast but uh, kyler's uh, i mean he's a he's a hell of a threat uh, run and pass and when he gets out there you know we got him hemmed up and we don't take the quarterback on the option and it's going to be a 40-yard play
3: sorry I need, I need going back to what we just asked but um, which which tackle was it particular that you were disappointed with? His too far
0: back now he's chasing somebody across the field he wasn't running fast enough Coach, if someone asked you to define pass interference right now, could you? <laughs> no. No, I'm just going to keep challenging. Because if that wasn't offensive pass interference on Larry, I don't know what is.
1: Bruce, how big a play was Levante's uh, strip? that oh, was
0: huge. Huge. I mean, to turn it over and then take it right back, and that's Levante. If there's one guy we can count on to go out and make a play when it's crunch time, it's him.
1: Coach, it looks like you lit a fire under... Your running back twenty five is really getting after when he gets his touches, doesn't he? Tell yeah, I me,
0: mean, Peyton's a good player. Been playing good all year. You know, Rojo earned it, but he's got a little. He's got a little extra in his tank right now, and, and he was nice and fresh. And that's what's nice to have him fresh in the fourth quarter when we're going to go north and south.
3: How fun is it putting out a guy like Viteve, a three hundred and forty seven pounds, lining him up on offense as an extra blocker?
0: Oh, I knew he'd take that. I knew that corner was going backwards. You know, he's, he's been he's been waiting for this opportunity. We might throw him a pass one of these weeks keeps blocking like that
3: how about ronald
1: jones in the passing game uh except for that <laughs> Yeah, very-
0: rojo yeah i mean he's still a work in progress you know he made a great run for the touchdown he's out there making balls catching balls and making people miss uh and then he still misses a blitz pickup that he, that he shouldn't miss and uh you know we get a we get a penalty because he's supposed to be running a screen and he picks up a blitzer uh so he's still a work in progress but it's a hell of a good work
3: what was that moment like? I think I
0: just turned somebody on up here. What was that moment like
3: uh, with Fitz at the
0: end of the game? Could you have ever envisioned years back that you would have had a moment like that? As no, a no, never. Uh, Larry's so special, a uh, great player, but even better person. And, uh, you know, he, he's very special to me.
1: But when win breaks a personal 40-game losing streak for you, does that mean anything at
0: all? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have a chance now to uh, come back to work and got a great team coming in here and see if we can win two in a row. Because at the end of the first half, the Cardinals drive 96 yards, but then you, your offense comes right back in a, in a minute and goes the length of the field. And
1: you know, what, what, what stood out to you about that drive? It just seemed like a series of short passes. But
0: yeah, I mean, I, we, we knew they were going to probably play cover two. Jameis was ready. He made some plays. Uh, we made some good run after a catch, uh, but we got a lot of confidence in our two minute offense. We've been good in two minute offense, um, in every ball game, you know, Seattle with 40 seconds, we missed a field goal, but we're getting down in scoring range, you know? And, uh, so yeah, we got a lot of ton of confidence in our two minute offense.
3: What, what uh, can you say about the play of OJ Howard today?
0: OJ stepped up, you know, he's getting better. He's back, getting back in the swing of things. Good to see him get a touchdown ball and, uh, Still can block a little better, but uh, overall he's playing good.
3: Another week of Devin White having some uh, pretty big plays on defense. Yeah, the brace we'll is up. off,
0: so he's happy. I'm smiling, he's smiling, and, uh, and he's playing fast, fast and physical.
2: Any feeling a dread, Coach, on the fourth and five uh, pass interference? Did you, you say, here we go again? When,
0: uh, uh, no, just finish it. You know, there's 20 more seconds, let's finish it. They still, they still have ways to go to get the field goal range, but you know, when he's scrambling around and throwing balls in the air, you never know what the hell's going to happen, what flag's going to come out.
1: Coach, the first down play on the goal line after the pass interference, was that a broken play or was that just a rollout trying to hit 80?
0: It was a rollout trying to get uh, O.J. back in the corner. Talk about your quarterback. Jameis threw that interception on the first series and then bounces back and puts seven on the board. Uh, one thing about Jameis I love is it just he goes to the next play. You know, Whatever happens, good, bad, or ugly, he goes to the next play, and he's really becoming a really good pro that way. And uh, it's just water off his back. Our defense came in and did a great job of holding him to three. It wasn't that bad. First home on one. Then. Yeah. yeah, it feels good. It feels like a, a team opener. You know, it's been so long.
3: What was the plan with, with Dean going into this game uh, after coming off that, you know, the performance against Seattle? Like, were you planning on getting him <coughs> involved in oh, some yeah. plays? Oh, yeah, yeah, and...
0: yeah. He's going to be playing a whole lot more. And
3: what about with Ryan Smith? Because I know, obviously, with the suspension and everything, you know, he had kind of been relegated to special teams.
0: Yeah, he's he's been practicing nickel and corner. You know, and he, he didn't get lined up in time. Uh yeah, you know, we'll talk about it, but we, we were against tempo. We were not getting ourselves lined up fast enough, uh, thinking they were going to a huddle, and they weren't. He got caught, got beat deep.
3: Was it bittersweet
0: to Last break question. the losing streak versus the Cardinals? Uh, yeah, I don't play. I, lo- I, don't, I hate playing friends. You know, a lot of friends over there. I'm just happy we're winning, and, and, and they got a long flight home.